visioncenter.com and on Facebook. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Recently on the John Moore Show. I know one Oklahoma State fan who's not doing oh, well. Oh, man. I can imagine. And, I'm, and I have, like, there are schools that I really dislike. Oklahoma State's not one of them. Right. We talked about it. I, I like Coach Gundy. I, I generally support their athletics if they're not playing Baylor, you know. But I, I can imagine the feeling on the other side. How's young Sarah? <laughs> I personally, the line of what's too far to joke about is almost non-existent to me. Yeah, like, no to line. me, laughter makes things better. Oh, I'm the same way, yeah. but it doesn't always work with everyone like that. You're right. <laughs> and so this week in our office, there has been a strict gag order that do not make any jokes about the Big 12 championship game. Don't make jokes about your loan coming up a foot short. Oh. Don't, like, just... No, I'm serious, like... The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. 717, welcome back in. This is game time here on a Tuesday morning with Tom and Ward. We're glad you're with us. Beautiful day. 29 degrees this morning. Uh, just a, <laughs> just a g- good thing going on. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, let Before we dive into our subject, uh, Pittsburgh and Cleveland, uh, from the CNC Collision Center text line, uh, it says, uh, and this is from the 903, by the way, it says, I know the AP poll is not out yet, but odds are Baylor will have its highest rating in the in a final poll. Is this year's the best Bears team ever? Wow, what a question. We kind of got into that yesterday a little bit, Ward, and, uh, you know, Jerry Hill brought that up uh, in, in on the program yesterday. I, I don't know. If this is the best team ever, but it's pretty clear that this is the most successful team ever with the 12 wins. Uh, is it the most complete team? I don't know. That's hard to say. I mean, they've, you know, uh, Jerry brought up the, the 1980 team. What about uh, a couple of the Art Browse teams that made deep runs? Uh, what, you know, uh, I don't know. But the way this – here's what I would tell you. This – for me, watching and being around here forever, uh, watching this team may be the most gratifying, particularly from where they were. Uh, look, we had COVID, we had this, we had that, new coach, blah, blah, blah. I mean, just on and on and on. And in result, you had two wins a year ago. Two, year, two wins a season ago, and your improvement level goes plus 10. Plus 10. Most satisfying, most gratifying, I think – 
would be an easy way to put this, and I agree. I, there's no question that this would probably be the highest-ranked Baylor football team in the history of Baylor football at the conclusion of a season. I think this is a top-five football team, five, four or five, somewhere in that neighborhood where they belong. Now, hopefully the pollsters do the right thing and they put them there. Uh, there's no guarantees. You know how this goes. But I think this is a four or five, no worse than six football team. And I don't know. I, I don't know if this is the best team ever, but I certainly know it's the uh, most successful team ever with 12 wins. Yeah, you can't argue that. I mean, if you're just looking across the board for wins, then it has to be this year's team. Uh, if, if you're looking for complete teams, I think you can look at the 1980 team with the what they were able to do offensively and defensively. Uh, Success-wise, you you can put those Art Brawls teams in, but if you're looking for a complete team, I, I don't know that you can compare them to this year's team because of the fact that this year's defense was so much better. Mm-hmm. I mean, heads and shoulders better. And so I, I guess I'm kind of like Jerry. You go back to that – that Mike Singletary defense, and then you look at this defense, and they're pretty comparable. And maybe this defense may be a little bit better because they're complete on the back half, too. It's not just led by one superstar like like that was um, with Singletary. So... Uh, and there's there's no doubt this should be a top five team. And, and you should know, be. you know how. And I'll tell you another reason why it's hard to to compare is the game is played so differently now. Absolutely, I mean, it, you have to be. Look, if you're a D tackle, you have to be an athlete. You have to be athletic. You 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 can't you, know, you can't have the big the big uglies. I mean, you just don't have that anymore on the defensive side of the football. Everybody that plays defense got to be able to run. If you can't run, you can't play defense in, in 2022 because. Because the way the game is played, the game is played in space now, uh, so much of it. I mean, and it's kind of fun to watch when somebody does say, you know what, we're going to go back old school and we're between the tackles and away we go. But right now, most of the time, the game is played in space. Even, even look, look how Baylor likes to run the football. Uh, they still like to create space with, with the wide zone. I mean, think about the name of the offense, wide zone. Uh, you've got to be able to play in space in today's game. So that makes it kind of hard to compare, I think. It does. You're exactly right. There, there's, It's a different world. And so, you, you know, you're comparing apples to oranges in a lot of cases. But if you're looking for results, I mean, it's it's not hard to compare results no matter how because the offensive game was played so much differently, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still was productive in its own way. So, you know, you have to look at that and, and you know, that's – it's hard to compare in that situation, but it's also you have to take into consideration what you're comparing and then start looking down the line. Okay, so if if this team was to play back in 1980, how successful would they be? Well, we don't know. I mean, it may be widely successful because of nobody's seen what they are doing right now, or it may be a, a total train wreck. We just don't know. It'd be fun if you could. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I, I will go back and I will tell you that you can't argue with 12. And I know they played more games this year. I, I get all that. 
But the end result is they won 12 football games, and no Baylor football team in the history of Baylor football has ever won 12 football games. That you cannot deny. That you can't take away. And therefore, I mean, if I had to pick, if I absolutely, if you were going to force me to do this, I would say uh, that, yeah, this is the best team. If you made me come out and, and boldly make that statement. So that's it, fair. It, it, here, here's uh, again from the CNC Collision Center text line. I disagree with your assessment of the game changing. The talent level is is the biggest change. There is no doubt that the top two teams have the most talent, and 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 that it feels it comes down to coaching and discipline. The talent on the teams three and ten is is way is uh, the the teams three and ten is way too equal. I. Uh, Again, you know, you and you certainly are entitled to disagree. And we appreciate to appreciate your comment, but I, I do believe that the game was played with. Look how big your linebackers were back, you know, fifteen twenty years ago. They were big guys. They were big physical. And, and look at these guys now. I mean, these guys they're they're strong and physical, but man, they can run. Bernard can run sideline to sideline with anybody. I mean, it's just they're different to me. They're different players. They're different kind of players uh, in, in in how the game and, – and I think the game is played differently. I mean, look, there's teams throwing it 40 times a game where you didn't see that back in the, in the, in the mid-70s, the 80s, 80, you know, in the 90s. I mean, you saw – you just didn't see that. Uh, you saw you – You saw, saw the option you, in the veer. You saw an I-formation, option, veer. You, that's what you saw. You know, you had a tight end, you had a flanker, and you had a split end. Away we go. Now you look up and there's empty. There's shotgun on every snap. I mean, it's 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 a different game, I think. And and look how they've had to change. A, look, when, when a guy used to go out of bounds, what would happen? Clock would stop, right? right. And when would it start again? When, when they snap the football. When they snap the football. Not no more. Because we have to move the game along. As soon as the guy goes out of bounds, they stop the clock. As soon as they spot the ball, what do they do? They wind the clock. They're, it, because there's so many more plays being being snapped. It, it, the game is different. It just is different, in my opinion. Uh, let's do that. I, I want you to hear this. I don't know if you guys saw the end of the Pittsburgh-Cleveland game. And again, Pittsburgh won it 26-14. Roethlisberger threw the ball 46 times, but only had 123 yards of off uh, passing yards. Uh he was 24-46 for 123. And then on the other side, uh, man, Cleveland, they've got some decisions to make at quarterback. It's just – I'm sorry. I'm not one of those that pile on Baker Mayfield. I know that he's got some injuries and all that kind of stuff. But, man, they just weren't very good last night. Not at oh, all. He was awful. Yeah. He just They just weren't very good at that position last night. But at the end of the game, and I don't know uh, – man, I thought it was cool – Roethlisberger didn't want to leave the field. The fans didn't want him to leave the field. Uh, his family came down on the field. Uh, it, it was it was one of those it was one of those aha cool moments in in in, in sports. And, it, and you look back and you go, you know what? I don't have a dog in his hunt. I could care less about Cleveland. Certainly could care less about the Pittsburgh Steelers. But that was a cool moment. That was a very cool moment. And after the game, Roethlisberger on. Uh, on last night, just wanted to sit down and take it in, and um, you know, just just try and absorb every minute of this place because this place is so special. These fans are so special. Um, I wanted to win this game more than than anything uh, for them. Obviously, we we still have a bigger, you know, 
we got another game. And I know there's a slim chance, but but we got to keep fighting. And um, but this this game was was very special to me. It's been Roethlisberger. Uh, and again, you, you you could tell. I mean, from the time he came out of the tunnel to start the game during the national anthem, his the, the emotion that he showed during you know, uh, it it was one of those nights. And, and I know that he says never say never and all that stuff. Look, he's done. It's over with. It's that that was that was the swan song in Pittsburgh. They go to Baltimore next week, uh, with a mathematical chance and all the. You know, and again, that's kind of who knows what happens. But that was his. You know, that was his tip of the hat in in Pittsburgh, and it was a pretty cool moment. And you know, and, look, and the football guys look down on him, man. So they they go out and they score that final touchdown. On the on the run, and then they get an interception, so he c- gets to come back out into victory formation ward and take a knee. It, 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 you know, come on, that doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. But it happened last night, and it was pretty cool. We said earlier in the year, you and I both were sitting here talking about the way Big Ben was playing, and and you know, don't no disrespect, but you could tell that th- this was going to be it for him. That, that he had. Physically, no choice. He was yeah. he was about out of gas, I, I, and so to end like that and be at home uh, and have that opportunity, knowing that, hey man, it's time for me to go do something else, and that that was cool for him to be able to kneel down at the end. Yeah, it was. And again, I don't know that you could have scripted that thing any better if you're the Pittsburgh PR department. I mean. It, it went it, – it first. It, look, it's national television. It wasn't a regional. That's two bad football teams, but somehow drew the Monday night ticket in week 17. It, I mean, Somebody knew what they were doing. It, it, I'm telling you, man, it was – the, the PR people in Pittsburgh are – you know, they're – they're, they're smiling from ear to ear, and, and, and kudos to ESPN – they didn't fly, you know. We got to get to sport. It was no, we got to get. They left the camera on, and they made it a meaningful thing. And and I'll tell you, the announcers did a good job of getting out of the way and just letting the pictures tell the story. And uh, it was pretty cool. Again, you look. Unless you're a Steeler fan or a Cleveland Brown fan, you watched it just because you're. It was football and it was on TV. I mean, that was, yeah, I mean, you talk about it all the time. It's football. It's on TV. We watch. But uh, th- there was no – there was nothing to it as far as, you know, it had no bearing if you're a Cowboy fan. I mean, it not, there was nothing at stake if you're sitting in Waco, Texas, and you're a Cowboy fan. Except for that, that those last few minutes were – I mean, they were cool. I mean, I, I don't know how else to describe it. It was just – it was just good stuff. It was it, it turned into great TV, but it was just good stuff and and, and good for him. He's been a good player, uh, and, and you know, look, they won a lot of football games. He he and Mike Tomlin together won a lot of football games. So good for them. And uh, and he gets to ride out, and I'm sure that uh, I'm sure he had a hard time going to sleep last night. And you know, now they go back to work today, get ready for it next week, and. It'll be interesting to see how when you know how it concludes next week against against the Ravens. But you your last home game of your career 
It couldn't. You could not have scripted it any better. And they got a win. At the end of the day, they got a W out of that deal. Yeah, two good things for him last night. And, you know, they still have, as you mentioned a few minutes ago, they still have a chance to, to do something this season. So, it, you know, it may be a, a magic carpet ride for Big Ben. I don't expect it to be. But you can never say never in this game. Nope. Yeah, that's the one thing you've learned in a hurry uh, is – Expect the unexpected sometimes. All right, 731. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Scott Drew's basketball team. They're taking on Oklahoma tonight in the Ferrell Center. It's an early tip at 6 p.m. We'll talk about it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that brand new home effect, Universal Windows Direct. Recently on the John Moore Show. I know one Oklahoma State fan who's not doing oh, well. Oh, man. I can imagine. And, I'm, and I have, like, there are schools that I really dislike. Oklahoma State's not one of them. Right. We talked about it. I, I like Coach Gundy. I, I generally support their athletics if they're not playing Baylor, you know. But I, I can imagine the feeling on the other side. How's young Sarah? <laughs> I personally, the line of what's too far to joke about is almost non-existent to me. Yeah, like, no to line. me, laughter makes things better. Oh, I'm the same way, but yeah. it doesn't always work with everyone like that. You're right. <laughs> and so this week in our office, there has been a strict gag order that do not make any jokes about the Big 12 championship game. Don't make jokes about your loan coming up a foot short. Oh. Don't, like, just... No, I'm serious, like... The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. I need a partner I can count on. That's Genco and me. Genco is my credit union. They're always there for me. They're people I trust. They treat me like family. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. 
Baylor remains the unanimous number one team in this week's college basketball polls. Kansas remains sixth. Iowa State dropped to 11th. Texas is up to 14, and Texas Tech is 25th. Last night's game at the Highlands Gym were canceled due to virus concerns. Conference games for both the Highlanders and High Lassies scheduled for the rest of the week have been postponed. Oklahoma quarterback Caleb Williams has entered the transfer portal but declared he may remain with the Sooners. That decision may be affected by Central Florida transfer quarterback Dylan Gabriel changing his UCLA commitment to Oklahoma. Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy says the starters will play on Saturday night against the Eagles. There is a slight chance Dallas can improve its playoff position with a win, but will need help from other NFL results. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. Seven thirty-five. If you're out and about, drive safe. I think, Ward. I think I don't know this for a fact. I should have checked, but I think the kids go back to school today. I think today's the day that uh, the uh, the holiday break, Christmas slash New Year's break is over, and they go back to school. So if that's the case, let's be careful in and around our school zones. Some of them do. Some of them have canceled. Canceled? Yes. We've had cancellations. Yes. Wow, I didn't know that. Huh. So they're mm-hmm. they're uh, they're they're postponing the start of the uh, the second half of the year, if you will. Some of them have postponed. Some of them have already moved to virtual learning. Holy smokes! I haven't seen that. Who's who's doing virtual? Uh, I saw a couple in the Metroplex that have moved to virtual already. So and um, there was a couple of cancellations around here last night. Hmm. Wow. That is that's. Hmm. Not good. Nope. Uh, and again, uh, this 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 version of of the uh, COVID nineteen. It's uh, it's it, it. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but I'm going to play one here on the radio. But it appears to me that uh, slept at a Holiday Inn last <laughs> yeah, night. That's exactly right. It appears to me that it it's it, that it's even more contagious than some of the other strands. Uh, I mean, it's every every time you turn around, somebody you know is wildfire right now. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's a, it's very unfortunate, but uh, I think that's where we are right now. All right, uh, tonight in the Ferrell Center, and again, I say tonight. It's actually this afternoon. You want to get right down to it. Five thirty for the pregame, six o'clock for the tip. It's Scott Drew and the Bears taking on the Oklahoma Sooners. Baylor is at thirteen and zero. They're one and zero in the conference. Oklahoma's eleven and two. They are also. 1-0 in the conference. Baylor looking for its seventh straight victory over Oklahoma. That, I mean, stop and think about that. This is an Oklahoma uh, program that, that has just been, I mean, for years and years and years, this has been a very good basketball program, and Baylor is seeking its seventh straight victory over Oklahoma. It's pretty impressive. Very impressive what Scott Drew's done with this program, and you know the consistency of it is the most impressive thing, really. Yeah, and you know what? I was going to get into that. The Baylor's eight and one versus Oklahoma over the last five years. Here's here's the consistency thing that you're talking about. Baylor has uh, has now won nine straight games against top ten teams. So it, yes, they're beating the people they're supposed to beat, but they're beating everybody right now. Uh, they flat out. And here you go, Ward. This, this to me. 
this is the stat that that talks about not the team, but talks about the Scott Drew, Jerome Tang, Baylor basketball program. Baylor is 33-1 and one at home over the last two years. Their only loss came to KU uh, uh, two years ago, February of 2020, by three. 33-1 wow. in the Farrell Center. That, I mean – That's amazing. That, again, that doesn't talk about the team. It talks about the program. It talks about here's what we've done over the last several years. I mean, look at the body of work, thirty three and one in their last thirty fourth the Ferrell Center. That to me is absolutely amazing. When, Domination. When you, and when you win at home, you know uh, that, that you you have to win at home in this game. And, 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 you know, they, they what do they talk about? Win at home, win steal, at home and steal, steal a on couple the road. on the road. Yeah. Well, hell, they're not doing that. They're winning everywhere they play. I mean, you, you want to go play in the Bahamas? We'll tee it up in the Bahamas. Wherever you want to play, they're, they're playing and they're winning. Uh, it's pretty impressive. But 33-1 and one in the Ferrell Center. That's, uh, that is terrific stuff for uh, Coach Drew and the Baylor basketball program. And they will take on Oklahoma, and that will be – and you know what? Uh, watching – I got to watch the first half – of uh, I, the uh, Baylor Iowa State game, uh, when uh, before having to move over to uh, to the Superdome on Saturday, and and the one thing I kept thinking about, I I know that some of these young guys that that are playing, ex, you know, extensive minutes, I I realize that they're talented, uh, and, and you may have a one and done in your program, uh, you may, uh. And I get they're talented. They are. But they're still freshmen playing in some serious environments in this league. That was – come on. You think any of those guys ever played in an environment like Hilton Coliseum like they played on Saturday before, you know, before getting here to Baylor? No, no. Absolutely not. But when you look – it may have phased them. You know, they may have been shaking in their boots – but I don't think so because the way they played, uh, it, it was like it didn't even bother them. I mean, the mental toughness, Ward, of these guys is as impressive as their physical skills. Again, Kendall Brown went out there and just, I mean, it's like, he, okay, let's, you know, it's five on five, let's go. Let's, let's get after it. And away we go. And, and man, when you, you get that takeaway from, from that, that game and that team, Against a top ten team on the road at that point, yeah, immeasurable in my opinion. Well, you led wire to wire against an undefeated team. That doesn't happen. Just doesn't. Yeah. So, is this a team? <laughs> Boy, here we go. Is this a team set to repeat? Tap the brakes. I, I'm just asking the question. Yeah, I don't. I. It, how how look, many undefeated teams are there in America right now? I think four or five. Yeah, there's four or five. Uh, it, it, here's the problem. I mean, I, I I can on one hand confidently say they have a really, really good shot, which I, I do believe they do. On the other hand, they got to get through this Big 12, and that's not going to be easy. No. It's just not. But, you know. And, and if they do, if they get somehow get through this unscathed, yeah, they look out. They're They're the best team in the country because this – Again, I've said it. It's the best league. Yeah, I've said it before, and and I'm not afraid to say it again. This is the best conference 
basketball-wise in the country, and there is no argument. Isn't it safe to say this league will get six or seven teams in the NCAA tournament? Easy. So, I mean, heck, all you have to do is survive this thing, and you're going to be and you're going to be dancing. Oh yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. To get the seed that you want, you got to you got to be there. Yeah, you've got to. I mean, you know, you don't want to go in uh, in a bad position seed wise and and have to fight your tail off, you know, early in the tournament because it. You know, later you get in the tournament, the more tired your legs are going to be. And so, you know, you, you want to finish high up in, into where you have at least a one or two seed. Yeah. And if they can do that, then they have a really, really good shot. Uh, again, I mean, and I realize, let me, you know, let me be the first to say, I realize this is, it's called March Madness, not January Madness, and there's a long way to go. But dead gum the way this team is playing right now. I mean, it's. It's 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 special. I mean, this is again and defensively, good gracious, are they? I mean, that that's the difference in them and everybody else. Is, is that they're defense. so much better than everybody else defensively? They and, are, and, and you know, and I don't know. I, I haven't looked it up yet. Uh, statistically, if they're the best team in the country, you know, defensively, but I I, I just watch the way they I would play. Think they'd have to be close. I, I, well, and in 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 this is a results oriented situation i mean this it's sports it's athletics and i don't see how you can say that they're not and again they're 13 and 0 and they're at home tonight against the uh, sooners 5 30 for the pregame with john and pat six o'clock for the tip and we'll have it for you right here on espn central texas this is game time with tom and ward we're glad you're with us let's talk well let's talk a little college football playoff championship bama georgia we do it next Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid 
with your house's lid. Jay from Pickup Outfitters here with your holiday gift giving guide. So it seems the air fryer is an air quotes hot Christmas gift this year. An air fryer? Come on, really? First, an air fryer is not a real fryer. It has no grease. It's a mini convection oven. And you probably already have one of those in your house. So you're just wasting money on something that's not even real. You know what is real? A grill guard. It's made of real steel and it protects the truck of someone you love. And you can get one for that special person on your Christmas list at Pickup Outfitters. So avoid common Christmas gift mistakes like house slippers, a beard, nose, ear, hair, and eyebrow trimmer. Or a man purse? You better not. Give a Christmas gift that says, I love you. A grill guard, a toolbox, running boards, and other great gifts at Pickup Outfitters. You can even get a gift certificate to let them pick out whatever they want. Pickup Outfitters is the Christmas gift headquarters. 220 Lake Ear Drive in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Baylor remains the unanimous number one team in this week's college basketball polls. Kansas remains sixth. Iowa State dropped to 11th. Texas is up to 14, and Texas Tech is 25th. Last night's game at the Highlands Gym were canceled due to virus concerns. Conference games for both the Highlanders and Highlassies scheduled for the rest of the week have been postponed. Oklahoma quarterback Caleb Williams has entered the transfer portal but declared he may remain with the Sooners. That decision may be affected by Central Florida transfer quarterback Dylan Gabriel changing his UCLA commitment to Oklahoma. Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy says the starters will play on Saturday night against the Eagles. There is a slight chance Dallas can improve its playoff position with a win but will need help from other NFL results. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Seven forty-eight. We're dozen minutes in front of eight o'clock. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN, your flagship station for Baylor athletics. Again, uh, Baylor and Oklahoma tonight at six o'clock, five thirty for the pregame with John and Pat right here on ESPN Central Texas. And by the way, congratulations to Bronson Pitts. Uh, earlier this morning, Bronson won a uh, family pack to go check out Baylor and Oklahoma tonight. So congratulations to uh, Bronson Pitts. All right, coming up Monday night, a week from last night, it'll be the uh, college football playoff championship game. It's Alabama. It's Georgia. Number one, Ward, are these the two? Are these the two best teams in the country? Number two, are you sick to death of seeing the SEC play in this championship game? And uh, in in you know, it, does Georgia? After being thumped around pretty good in the uh, SEC title game, do they have a chance in this game? So, good question. Um, I'm rolling with Alabama. That's just me. Um, but right now, this is the SEC's party, and everybody else is just buying a ticket. Yeah, you're right about that. There's no question. But what about the theory of it's hard to beat somebody twice? It is, but if I have any confidence in anybody, I have confidence in Nick Saban. I think he's the best coach in college football. Hey, yeah, there's. A, I'm not going to argue with that. I mean, look, you, you see all these statistics and, and results when he plays his pupils. <laughs> Rarely do they do they win. Jimbo's the only one that's been able to do it, right? Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, I I look back at the way Georgia manhandled Michigan, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe just maybe the uh, conference championship game was one of those just one of those days. Maybe Georgia is the best team in the country. I mean, we all thought Georgia was the best team in America for three months. You're right about and, that. And one yeah. game, cha- you know, one game, and we're kicking them to the curb. Yeah, that's that's pretty hard to do, isn't it? <laughs> but we, that's exactly what happened. I mean, it was Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. Oh, Bama's in trouble. Bama's not as good. Bama's good, but they're not as good as they've been lately. And then they go out and win the uh, SEC championship game. And boy, don't overestimate a Nick Saban coach team. Georgia, obviously, not as good as we thought they were. That's what that was the conclusion after one one game. Yeah, and was. then Georgia kicks the snot out of Michigan. Uh, the other night, and, and so I don't know. <laughs> I hope it's a good game, and, and you know what? I'm going Georgia. I, I I honestly think. I honestly think they win the football game, and, and that's I, fair. I, and I think it's going to be again. I can't look. I know they got beat in the SEC title game, but I also know for three months we sit there with our mouths dropped open and looked at the results of Georgia and went. That's that's clearly the best team this year. I mean, that was that was the narrative <laughs> until until the SEC championship game. Now, obviously, through the course of the week, there's there's media opportunities, and Nick Saban was asked about expanding from the college football invitational that it is today. The four teams that are invited. Into, in, into a true playoff format. And here was Nick Saban's response. If this is the best four teams and they played each other, um, I, I don't see the logic. And if we had more teams, there would be better games. I, 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 don't, I don't know how that adds up. But I, I, I don't I, – I'm really not in position to answer that. You know, there's, there's a lot of other good teams that um, – whether it was their consistency and performance or whatever happened to them in championship games or whatever that may have had the opportunity to get in the playoffs that didn't. Well, what do you think? Is that Nick Saban saying, you know what, I don't want to win but two games to win a championship? I don't want to have to win three or maybe even four? Yeah, it sounds like a little bit. Um, But he did say before this playoff system started that, you better be careful because if you're only going to go with four teams, then you're going to have the same four teams for a lot of the time. And that's what we get. And, and I think that's, that's what, what America's got. tired of. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I, I, I got a simple theory. Every team in Division One college football should be able to start the season with a simple fact. We all have the opportunity to to win our championship. And that sentence cannot be cannot be stated today. It cannot be. It's an impossibility for 90% of the teams that play Division One college football to play for or in their national championship. Can't do it. The way the system is set up right now. No, Just it's not going to ever happen. No. So, in order for that to happen, you have to have expansion. Now Saban did go on to say that it would have a if you expanded you'd have a uh, a negative effect on on the bowl games. 
look, I, 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 I'm not the one that needs to be deciding what the playoff needs to be. Um, there's a lot of good people out there that can make a decision as to what's best for college football. Um, but the more we expand the playoffs, the more we uh, minimize bowl games, the importance of bowl games, which, you know, I said when we went to four. So I don't think that's changed. And I think it's also come to fruition. Have we min- Has the playoff system minimized bowl games or has the expansion of bowl games minimized bowl games? The fact that we have 714 bowl games, has that possibly minimized the, the, the bowl game? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both, but I, I do agree that the playoffs have eliminated the importance whatsoever of any other bowl game except for two and and then the championship. So put three in there then. Um, and, and it makes it a lot easier for a youngster to say, well, this really doesn't mean anything. It's just a bowl game. It's not for the championship, so I'm out. Maybe. I, I, I'll say this. I don't know what the circumstances were, but I'll tell we you didn't this. Have any op- we didn't have any, and I don't know. I had to go look, but there there was a very, very few opt-outs before we had this playoff system. Maybe. Uh, I don't I don't know. You'd have, we'd have to check. But I'll say this. Uh, don't tell Ole Miss, don't tell Baylor that the Sugar Bowl was, was minimized because, look, uh, I think it was the approach of the teams, the approach of the coaching staffs, and to a degree, the approach of the fans. But that was as fun as it gets Saturday night. I'm I'm just telling you. I mean, it was loud like you would not believe. Uh, it was hard fought. I mean, they they didn't go through the you know the mo the um the motions there. It was it was it was two football teams, and they said, you know what. We want to beat each other. Uh, one wants to win 11 for the first time ever. One wants to win 12 for the first time ever. Uh, you know, they both wanted to finish in the, you know, finish high. I mean. And that's the way it should be. But in the big picture, it didn't mean anything. No. And again, I think, look, tonight, tonight's bowl game. Doesn't mean a thing. But it did. It, that game at 6-6 six and six and 7-5 and five wouldn't have meant a thing before the bowls. I mean, before the playoff, rather. I mean, what what would the Texas Bowl, Kansas versus LSU, Kansas State versus LSU, would it have I think, been? A- I think there was a little more pride and a little more a little more anticipation of just making a bowl game was more special than the college fo- than when the college football playoffs came into fruition. Well, you you, did, you you used to not have six and six football teams making bowl games. I mean, you used to have to be able to win some football games to get into a bowl game. It was they made it a special thing. And then everybody said, "Oh, look, we can have a bowl game and it's a good fundraiser for our town." Yeah, there's so too it, many. It's watered too down. Ma- that's the problem. It's also the problem that the national championship bowls now make make any bowl game irrelevant other than the ones that are there. Okay, I, I mean, I'm not going to argue with you because I don't have any facts. But I, you know, again, I will go back and tell you that when teams were eight and four, and you know, and and if you were, uh, you know, or eight and three actually, because it was eleven games back in those days, and you know, and you were seven, if seven and four, you were sitting on the fence, you may not get in. You That's may true. not get in. I mean, it, it was that. It was that. back then. The Blue Bonnet Bowl was special. Absolutely, it was. I was just thinking about the Blue Bonnet Bowl. Baylor played in it. I think they played in the last one. Uh, but I mean, I, I go back and think about 
those bowl games, not every – just because you won six games. Look, they they created a bowl game this year because there were some teams that didn't get to get in and they had six wins. They played some. They, they created something called the Frisco Bowl. They just created a bowl. Let's just create a bowl. Oh, that's been around for a while. No, they, they played two in Frisco this year. Well, they have for the last four years. Okay, whatever you say. Uh, 7.58, let's take a break. We'll, we're coming right back in just a minute. Recently on the John Moore Show. I know one Oklahoma State fan who's not doing oh, well. Oh, man. I can imagine. And, I'm, and I have, like, there are schools that I really dislike. Oklahoma State's not one of them. We right. talked about it. I, I like Coach Gundy. I, I generally support their athletics if they're not playing Baylor, you know. But I, I can imagine the feeling on the other side. How's young Sarah? <laughs> I personally, the line of what's too far to joke about is almost non-existent to me. Yeah, like, no to line. me, laughter makes things better. Oh, I'm the same way, yeah. but it doesn't always work with everyone like that. You're right. <laughs> and so this week in our office, there has been a strict gag order that do not make any jokes about the Big 12 championship game. Don't make jokes about your loan coming up a foot short. Oh. Don't, like, just... No, I'm serious, like... The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Slam Duck Benefits at First Central Credit Union. Tip off with free checking that pays cash, less fees, great rates, quick local loans, easy online applications, a free mobile app, secure remote control cards, 24-7 deposits, and more services at our ATMs, and a free new member T-shirt. Join today at FirstCentralCU.com. We're your team. Everything we do, we do for you. Eligibility and application requirements apply. Member NCUA. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at C. CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. 
Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. 8.03 with Tom and Ward. We were uh, scheduled to have uh, Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12 with us, but we're having some technical problems, and we, we're efforting. <laughs> we are efforting here to, to talk to Josh, and uh, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll see if we can get him on and talk some Big 12 football and some Big 12 basketball here on this uh, Tuesday morning. So uh, we're, we're trying to get things squared away for you here on this uh, on this uh, Tuesday morning. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, we do have basketball again tonight at the Ferrell Center, and it's the Bears and Oklahoma kicking off the uh, kicking off the uh, home side of the uh, Big 12 schedule for for Baylor uh, when uh, on the on the basketball side. And again, our eight o'clock hour this morning, incidentally, is brought to you in part by. Our good friends at VersaLift Southwest, where you can elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by 7601 Imperial Drive to apply for uh, those those jobs. So, uh, all right, uh, 8.04, four minutes after 8 o'clock, and uh, – there is college football tonight. Uh, again, it is LSU and it is Kansas State in the Texas Bowl, and we'll, uh, we'll see how how that goes tonight uh, with uh, with with K State and LSU Cowboys and the Eagles. If you haven't heard, that game is going to be moved to uh, to Saturday night, and I suspect now that the uh, Cowboys and the Eagles are going to play on Saturday night, then uh, then. They'll probably play that first round playoff game on uh, on Saturday night as well. That has not been confirmed by the National Football League, but uh, it certainly looks that way. I would think with the uh, with the with the Cowboys being moved to to Sunday. So there you go. All right, uh, let's see here. Eight oh five five after eight o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and uh, the. Uh, the I was trying to find uh, the rest of the schedule for tonight, and and uh, and and kind of go over that. But I'm struggling to find all of my notes here, uh, as far as, as far as the uh, the Bears and uh, and and the the Big Twelve is concerned. Now tomorrow night the uh, Baylor women are at home, and they're going to be uh, in action against Kansas uh, against uh, TCU, and uh, that will be a seven o'clock tip. In the Ferrell Center, six thirty for the pregame. Elsewhere tomorrow night on the women's side, Iowa State will be at Oklahoma. Kansas State will be at Oklahoma State. 
Texas Tech is going to be at Texas, and West Virginia will be at KU. So we have a full slate of games coming up uh, tomorrow night uh, on the women's side. And the one game that was postponed on Sunday, that was Kansas at TCU. That game is already scheduled for a uh, makeup of Monday, January the 10th. So uh, they're going to make that a January 10th uh, schedule. So they'll get that game back on the books and make sure that they try to stay as close to on schedule as possible. But as far as the uh, the the Big 12 is concerned, we do have Baylor and Oklahoma tonight. What else do we have in the league, uh, Ward? Texas at Kansas State and Kansas at Oklahoma State coming up tonight. So, uh, so six game, uh, three games on tap for for tonight in the Big Twelve, and again, the one we're uh, obviously going to keep an eye on and 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 have for you will be OU and Baylor. And again, the uh, Sooners are going to come to town, eleven and two overall. They're one and zero in the league. Baylor at thirteen and zero, and one and zero in the league. And Baylor at number one in the uh, AP top twenty-five. As far as the uh, top twenty-five is concerned, here's here's what it looks like for you as we. As we mentioned, Baylor is number one in the land. Duke is number two. Purdue, three. Gonzaga's four. UCLA's five. Uh, Teams of interest, Kansas at six. Iowa State drops to 11. Houston is at 12. The Longhorns are at 14. And Texas Tech is at number 25. That is the the top 25 as far as college basketball is concerned. So, uh, 808 here on this – on this Tuesday morning, again, we are efforting to get uh, Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12 with us this morning. We're uh, experiencing some technical problems. So, all right, I, I tell you what, uh, that's not going to happen. It's 8.08. We'll step aside right here. We're going to come back with more of the program in just a moment. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny skies today. It's going to be warmer, a little breezy out there with highs topping out at 65 degrees. Mostly clear skies tonight. We drop to 37. And mostly sunny skies tomorrow should be pretty similar to today with a high around 64. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Game Time, we welcome in the head coach of the number one ranked Baylor Bears, Coach Scott Rue. Most importantly, we got the win, and uh, uh, that helped us uh, earn number one ranking for the third straight year. And uh, only us and Gonzaga out of 358 schools have been able to do that. And if you go in the last six years, uh, Duke, Kansas, Baylor, Gonzaga, the only ones to be ranked uh, number one uh, four out of six years. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. 
The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo from brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canik, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118222462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. If you're an employer and you want to win the competition for good employees, you need the right package of benefits. You know, one of the biggest things that employers have to be mindful of is attracting talent. Hurley Benefit Services President Michael Hurley. And today we all know that uh, talent is harder to find and harder to keep than ever before. And there are studies out there that show it, that employees have actually left one employer for another not because they pay better, but because their benefit package was more beneficial. And that's where we come in to help, is to make that benefit package affordable, valuable, and to attract and retain the talent that you have. And I really have been able to help people. Hurley Benefit Services stands alone in the industry in offering unique, cost-saving health coverage for employers and their employees. Set a no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned and they're online at HurleyBenefitServices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y BenefitServices.com. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. 8.13, 13 after 8 o'clock. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. After the uh, Cowboys lose to the Cardinals war 25-22, Dallas now has been flexed out of, the, uh, out of their Sunday game against the Eagles in at Lincoln Financial Field and into a Saturday night prime time game and uh number 1 w- w- what are your thoughts on the Cowboys uh now having to play on Saturday night number 2 do you think that that means the Cowboys are going to be a Saturday night uh, playoff team I, I I certainly think that's one of the reasons why they moved the Cowboys to Saturday was you know hey look there's going to be playoff games on Saturday go ahead and get them on a 7 day window I, that's a good thought. I I hadn't thought about that. I just thought that you know this this game's going to come down to um a lot of implications and for you know the NFC East and finding out what your playoff position is going to be. It's kind of set now with the Eagles because of what they were able to do in the late game last week. But I I don't know. That's a good point. I never thought that. Uh, about giving, trying to give them a seven-day window because I don't, 
I don't know that the NFL really cares, but maybe they do. Um, Look, the Cowboys are just – they've got to do something besides just go through the motions in this game, I think. And that's I, – I don't think that you Would you do, play your starters? Oh, absolutely. You darn right I would. Absolutely. I mean, they're struggling right now. And the last thing you want to do is give them some time off. I mean, it's – I wild card, no wild card. I don't see them winning a playoff game if they play offense like they did on Sunday. Well, and again, I – when, when you look at the Cowboys, and again, I know that you are all over the, the OC, and maybe he is part of the problem. Uh, but I, I, Well, it's hard to call plays when your quarterback stinks as bad as he does. That's my point. And again, you also – look, defenses are, are – are, when is the last time the Cowboys have had a 100-yard running back? Well, it's been a while because you don't – I mean, look, you're, you're challenging Dak to beat you right now, and he can't. That's it. They are saying, you know what? If you're going to beat us, you're going to beat us throwing the football, and it hasn't happened. It, I mean, th- they are run blitzing. They are, I mean, th- they're doing everything they can to take Zeke and 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 Pollard out of the out of the run. Look at look at how effective the run game was the first five or six weeks of the season, and consequently, look how effective. The pass game was. I think they went hand in hand. We're able to run. We're able to throw. We're able to run. We're able to throw. Well, you're not able to run now because the way people are playing defense against you and your quarterback's not. Look, if if he goes nuts and starts throwing the ball all over the field and completing passes, well, you'll have to have back out of the box. You got to get game out of there. Up. You got to get out of there. And then that's what. But right now, I'm with you. I'm not. I don't see. I don't see them winning football games playing an offensive style of football that they're playing right now. And, and again, look what it's doing. I mean, you, you look at, and I know we start talking about stats, but in you know, at the end of the day, time of possession and number of snaps starts to add up for the other team. And, and, and you know, you're you're tired. Look, did the Cowboys get off the – when Arizona got the ball with about four and a half minutes to go in the football game, why didn't the Cowboys get off the field? Because their defense was dog-tired and they couldn't catch They couldn't catch up with Kyler Murray. Now, he's a special dude. I, I mean, Well, yeah, he is. There's no doubt. But, I mean, when your tongue's dragging the turf, you, know, it, it, don't you, don't, you, you don't have to be real special to outrun them. No, and, and you kind of knew that he was going to do – he was going to kind of – Yeah, put it in his hands. They were going to put it in his hands. You're why right. Why not? Yeah. He's your guy. Yeah. And if we know that, then you know they know that. And they still couldn't get him off the field. Mm-mm. And he ran out the clock. And here we go with the penalties and all that. But you know what? The Cowboys are what? Aren't they the most penalized team in the NFL? Have been for years. So, you know what? There's a lack of discipline there. I mean, it's it's that simple. You had, what, four holding calls on Sunday? Mm-hmm. So, until you, when you clean all that other stuff up. Two of them negated first down. Yeah. That's exactly right. Running, by the way. <laughs> uh, so when you clean all that up, let me know, uh, and we'll see. But right now, I think it's a a excellent collection of talent. But right now, I don't think they're a very good football team. I mean, I, I just don't. I mean, and and look, you tell me what their record is over the last eight, seven or eight games. You got that. You got that yuck win last week against Washington. But you know what? We, we've talked about that. When they play a quality opponent, they haven't been able to win the football game. 
Not even close. Not. I guess you got. For me, I'm just sitting there off the top of my head thinking. I think you got to go back to New England, don't you? When they beat the Patriots on the road, or Minnesota on the road, that was those were good wins. I mean, let make no mistake about it; they were good wins. But what they've done over the last four, five, six weeks, seven weeks is just boy, it's just not very good. Uh, you got it right there. Yeah. I let's see. Let's just go way back. Um, Chargers was a good win, right? Oh, absolutely. You, you'd say that. Then you had the Eagles beat them. Panthers, yeah, we know what they are. Giants, no. You mentioned the Patriots. Okay, October 17th in overtime, they get the win. Uh, and then they go on the road back-to-back and beat the Vikings October 31st, Halloween. That's probably the last one because then you get beat by the Broncos. You drum the Falcons, which Big deal. they're terrible. You get beat by the Chiefs. You get mm-hmm. beat by the Raiders. You beat the Saints in New Orleans. Eh, they were beat up, right? Yep. Had third-string quarterback. Yep. A lot of problems. Beat Washington 27-20. They had a lot of problems. Beat the Giants 21-6. to We know what the Giants are. And they had a lot of problems. Then you drum Washington, which was like playing. That was a JV. Yeah. At that point, that was a JV. That's a good way to put it. That was a JV. And then you get beat by the Cardinals. So, it has to be, you know, take your pick. Vikings or Patriots back in October. And and then just look at the productivity, though, as well. I mean, uh you scored 29 on opening night. You scored 20 against the Chargers. You scored 41 against the Eagles, 36 against Carolina, 44 against the Giants, 35 against the Patriots, 20 against the Vikings with a backup quarterback, and then here we go. Uh, you scored 16. Well, then you beat the Falcons, and everybody's beat the Falcons. Uh, you scored 9 against Kansas City. Uh, you did score 33 against, uh, against Vegas in an overtime loss. Uh, you know, it, the offense is just not very productive and in no. the time of possession, you go back and look at all those losses, the time of possession, the number of snaps, the number of three and out any, anything that, that says the offense is staying on the field and moving the football. It, it's a negative number, time of possession, number of snaps, third down con- conversions, fourth down conversions. All of those are negative numbers. They're negative numbers because, and then you're putting that poor defense right back out there again. Well, if you look at the Giants game, didn't the defense score in that game? I believe they had a pick six. Uh, I think you're right. I know they did against Washington. Washington defense scored and special teams scored. Take two touchdowns away in that game even, even though it was a JV. Yeah. Uh, And so, I mean, the, the, the defense, there's no doubt it's carrying this team. There's no doubt. But the, I, off- I, the offense has got to – they've got to be more productive. And I don't know what I would. And they've got to help that defense. Look, the defense, that's what happened to the defense. You mentioned it a few minutes ago. They they couldn't get off the field that last series because they'd been out there all night long. Yeah, I think I think the time of possession was like a, a differential of nine minutes or something like that. And look, I don't know what I want Dak Prescott and, and Mike McCarthy to say in these interview sessions. But don't say everything's fine and everything's okay. That's the one thing I don't want you to say because – Look, we we can see it's not fine and okay. 
I, I if you you want it to be fine and okay, but it's not. Mm-mm. They're not. There's something that is wrong on the offensive side of the football, and I think it is. You know, I don't know if it's all, look. It's, it's a if it's a combination. Hey, I we we can't run or throw. Is it's is, a combination of your quarterback cannot perform and your offensive coordinator doesn't know how to get him out of the rut. Where? But I guess my question is, where does the offensive line fit into this? Uh, because you're not able to do either one. Yeah, it it may be. It may you may have to lay this at the doorstep of the offensive line. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, all I you know you, you look up and, and I know that in their left tackle, <laughs> he he hadn't been there much, hadn't been there much. Uh, and is he going to be there Saturday night? Is Smith going to be there Saturday night? I don't know. Uh, but he's missed a lot of football this year, a lot of football this year. In fact, I know the the cohesiveness of that group that that five. I just – they haven't been together that much this year. No, they haven't. So, is it all O-line? I, I, there's a, I think there's blame to go all the way around. But at some point, somebody's got to get got to figure out how to fix it. Now, the other question is, you're now going to be without Michael Gallup. He's, it's an ACL. It's, it's season-ending surgery. He's a free agent. Have we seen Gallup for the last time in a Cowboy uniform? Yes. He's done. I think so. This is a guy that could not stay on the football field. Talented as he could be, but this year he just wasn't on the football field enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it may have, well, it may have cost him a lot of money. Because, Probably did. Yeah. But, and again, how does that affect the offense without Gallup? I don't think it affects it very much because they've had to go all year without him anyway. He hasn't been there that much anyway. Well, it can't get any worse. So... Look for Wilson and, and those guys to have to step up and perform in that third receiver slot. So we'll we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, Cowboys and the Eagles—they're coming up Saturday night. We'll have the uh, the game right after basketball here on ESPN Central Texas. Well, and I don't think it's a receiver problem at all. And, and you well, know, no, Jerry, they're Jerry running Jones, wrong routes. Jerry Jones trying to throw shade <laughs> on them and protect his quarterback, which I mean, turn turn the film on. It's not. They're not running the wrong routes. No, balls it's, are sailing. Balls are sailing. They're thrown behind them. They're one-hopping. I mean, if if the routes are that bad, then you've got a bigger problem than the guys are running the wrong routes. They're lost. So, yeah, it, it this is this is your quarterback not being able to perform right now. All right, 825, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Stay with us when we come back. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Caleb Williams from Oklahoma. I want to get into this a little bit. Uh, Ward, he's moved into the transfer portal, but there's a little twist to it. We'll talk about it next here on ESPN Central Texas. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. 
so it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. When it comes to banking, you deserve the first. You deserve the first National Bank of Central Texas. Locally owned for over 100 years, we know this community inside and out. We are a bank on your side, and when you bank with the first, you'll have a banker by your side. Want to find out more? Check out bankingfirst.com or come by and see us at any of our six locations. That's the first National Bank of Central Texas. You deserve the first. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quick delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lars Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. Baylor remains the unanimous number one team in this week's college basketball polls. Kansas remains sixth. Iowa State dropped to 11th. Texas is up to 14 and Texas Tech is 25th. Last night's game at the Highlands Gym were canceled due to virus concerns. Conference games for both the Highlanders and Highlassies scheduled for the rest of the week have been postponed. Oklahoma quarterback Caleb Williams has entered the transfer portal but declared he may remain with the Sooners. That decision may be affected by Central Florida transfer quarterback Dylan Gabriel changing his UCLA commitment to Oklahoma. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Love to hear from you on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. Uh, 
<laughs> Great question uh, on the CNC Collision Center text line. How in the blank is Smith in the Pro Bowl? He never plays. Uh, well, and he has. I mean, he's been out more than he's been in this year. There's no question about it, and and that creates a continuity issue when you when you're talking about that offensive line, and particularly at that left tackle position. Uh, Ward, your your I mean, your job's to is to pr- protect the guy throwing the football, and he he's not in the lineup. I mean, it's that simple. He has flat not been in the lineup much, uh, as much this year as he needed to be. I mean, and I know he's no. had injuries, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's a results business, and the results are that he's not there. Yeah, it's been tough for them. And, and you know, you think about this offensive line, and you think, well, this is one of the best offensive lines in the league. But it certainly – Is it? Yeah, it certainly hasn't looked like it, has it? I mean, they can't run the ball. Um, you know, Dak's been in harm's way several times. Again, you know, he's had the opportunity to throw the ball, and he's missed throws too. So, I mean, it's been it five weeks is. since he's had a 250-yard throwing day. Five weeks. It's not going to get it done. Nope. So, not if you can't run the ball. Nope, not at all. All right, I want to talk about this. I, I, I just. <laughs> Every time I, I, I think that, okay, it, it can't get any crazier, it gets crazier. All right, so here we go. Spencer Rattler benched, right? He's out of there. I mean, he, he's taking his ball and he's going someplace else. New quarterbacks, Caleb Williams, stepped in and uh, was handed the job when you put Spencer Rattler on the bench. Well, kids... Oklahoma QB Caleb Williams announced on his Twitter account yesterday that he is entering the transfer portal. Now, here's here's the little twist. But he also says that he's going to keep the Sooners as an option. So he truly is a free agent ward. I mean, it's like, okay, and let's that's where we are. Let's see what let's see what's out there, but if what's out there doesn't get me jazzed up. I'll just hang around here. I'll just hang around here. I, I don't like the way this is going at all. No, it gets better. The new coach, Venables, and the AD, together they released a statement saying that, you know, they believe that Oklahoma provides Caleb the best opportunity to develop as a player and to realize his goals for college and beyond, but they respect his right to explore his options following key staff changes. Well, key staff changes means head coach. <laughs> uh you know, but wasn't there a quarterback that transferred in to Oklahoma here recently? Just yesterday. Yeah. So, it, it, again, I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't. Does the guy just? I mean, and not just him, but what we're seeing is guys want it handed to him instead of earning it. Certainly sounds to me in a lot of cases. Look, I we've said this a million times: the transfer portal could be a great tool if policed and used correctly. But it's not. But it's not. I mean, you've got agents getting involved now. You've got NIL money getting involved now. You've got so many outside factors. And there's accusations that you got other schools getting involved. Absolutely. And and, and, you know so-and-so, didn't you play high school football with so-and-so? Is he not happy where he's at? Well, give him a call. Let's see if we can get him over here. Yeah. Don't tell me that's not happening because it is. There's no question it is. And the, the other part of this thing is, look, if, if Ward White's 
at 17 years of age is recruited by Montana State. And Ward says, and Ward takes a visit in May, and he goes, man, it's 65 degrees. It's beautiful. Got great facilities. This is where I want to be. And then Ward gets there, turns 18, freshman, and all of a sudden, Ward misses family, friends, and it's 14 below in January, and the season's over, and he didn't get to play much and, and, and just missing home and not doing very good in school. It may be in Ward's best interest to transfer. I get that. That happens. That happens. Kids make decisions that look, you know, the shiny new car, but when they get there, it, 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 that happens. But just because, oh, look, somebody's coming here or they signed a freshman and that may cut into my plan, I'm out. I'm out. That's what's driving me nuts about this thing. And, and I may be old school, and you know what? I don't care. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize. What, if Go compete. What happened to competing for what you want and what you need? It's not there anymore. Everybody wants it handed to them. I mean, I, I don't get it. This transfer portal thing has gotten in, in unbelievably out of hand. And now, and now you're buying players with NIL. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's going to get worse. Look, if a guy goes and signs autographs at a car dealership and makes a couple of bucks, good for him. Yeah. I don't care. No. But when you're when you're creating, when you're paying a guy fifty grand to play college football, exactly. That's ridiculous. Before he's ever played a snap. That's ridiculous. Here, here's some money for any player that's going to be on the XYZ offensive line. Not to mention we're going to pay for your school. Yeah. And then go get that money and go, you know what? Okay, I got the money. Now I'm out of here. We've seen that. Mm-hmm. We've seen we've seen a player or two transfer not once but twice before ever playing a down. Seen that. We've seen a guy skip high school football senior season. To go somewhere and then transfer out. Quit not only on his high school team, but quit on his college team and moved on. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that guy on my roster. I'm with you. What's to say he's not going to quit in the middle of the game? What's to say he's not going to quit? I, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I don't understand. So how to somehow, and I know we always talk about not being able to put the genie back in the bottle, but don't you have to try to figure out how to do something? You, you, I mean, hasn't I this, think, isn't this thing way to. too far out? Yeah, I, I, it's so far out of control now. I, there's something that's got to be done, but you, you can't put the genie back in the bottle, and I, I, I'm afraid it's going to get worse. And this is a huge example of it. Now you got a guy that is truly using it as a free agency, which, I mean, it was anyway, but – now it's blatant. Hey, uh, uh, I want to see what's out there. Any takers? But uh, oh, you hang on to what you got for me because I may be back. Come on, man. Really? If I'm OU, cut him. Yeah, going down the road. <laughs> I want guys that want to be here, not guys that are questioning whether in that or not portal, they want you're to be done, here. buddy. Yeah, I, I mean, that would be my theory, but, you know, I, I, again, I don't know. Uh, and who's advising these young people? 
That's the other thing. Snakes. That's the other thing. Where are they getting, you know, there may be some instant gratification, but is it the right thing to do long term? It's it's a very, very slippery slope. And there's people out there that say, hey, get yours while you can, young man. I get that, but I I think we're ruining the game of college football. But that's also the same guy that when that kid is is not picked up or whatever, they forget that kid's phone number. Absolutely. They, they don't have that kid's best interest at heart. No. Not those dudes. They, they, they don't. And they won't. I don't know. I, I, I just I, I saw that and I went, golly. Because here was a guy that was handed the keys to the car. And and, and I get it. There's a new coach. Maybe he sat down and and they didn't get you know, they didn't they didn't hook up, you know, they didn't they, they didn't there wasn't that one on one connection. I d I don't know. I'm not I, I can't put words into his mouth and don't know why he's doing it. But, but I do know this. Uh he he's the starting quarterback at an elite college football program that you cannot deny Mm-mm. i mean when they go to spring it's his football team and that that's the way it is so i don't know all right 839 we're 21 away from nine uh cnc collision center text line is 254-662-1660 254-662-1660 you got a recommendation on how to get nil under control how to get the uh, the transfer portal under control we'd love to hear from you uh at 254-662-1660 it's and this is game time on espn central texas recently on the john moore show john mcclain of the houston chronicle as someone who grew up here as a diehard sports fan especially football fan but a baylor fan being able to read dave campbell and listen to frank fallon who was also a friend of mine through his son steve was like reading the word of god and listening to the voice of god john moore's weekdays at 3 p.m on espn central texas Want to get out of your dead-end job, but think you don't have time? Think again. Now you can complete the My Computer Career Evening Program in 30 weeks, almost 30% shorter. You could start your new life as an IT pro in months, not years. More than just a school, My Computer Career helps you get into the industry by working with employers that have hired our students. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Hey there, it's Jay from Pickup Outfitters with a holiday public service announcement for all the wives and significant others out there looking for Christmas gift ideas for their man. 
They say the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. At Pickup Outfitters, we say the way to a man's heart is through his truck. And there's no better Christmas gift for the man in your life than something for his truck. Would your man rather have a new bathrobe or bumper or a cool light bar? Socks or a lift kit? A new wallet or new running boards? The answer seems pretty clear, doesn't it? Pickup Outfitters is your Christmas gift headquarters. Why get your man a hoodie when you can get him a slick new retractable bed cover? So don't waste money on a meat thermometer or sweatpants when you can get him a gift certificate for anything he wants for his truck. That's the way to get to a man's heart. Stop by Pickup Outfitters at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco or check us out on the web at createacommotion.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. Baylor remains the unanimous number one team in this week's college basketball polls. Kansas remains sixth. Iowa State dropped to 11th. Texas is up to 14, and Texas Tech is 25th. Last night's game at the Highlands Gym were canceled due to virus concerns. Conference games for both the Highlanders and High Lassies scheduled for the rest of the week have been postponed. Oklahoma quarterback Caleb Williams has entered the transfer portal but declared he may remain with the Sooners. That decision may be affected by Central Florida transfer quarterback Dylan Gabriel changing his UCLA commitment to Oklahoma. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. At 8.45, 15 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, from the CNC Collision Center text line, so why is free agency bad? Thomas, starting from the premise that the uh, free agency is bad, why and for who? Players, uh, Player transfers haven't ruined college football as much as TV money, overpaid coaches, and a national champion based on the name on the jersey. Uh, look, what, what is free agency at its, at its base? Let, let's take professional athletics. What, so a, a player's a free agent. A player then is courted by other teams. That player then signs with the team that he chooses. He or she chooses whatever the sport may be. And then a contract is drawn up with a commitment of whatever it may be, three years, four years, five. So it was a commitment made by the player to the, to the team and the team to the player. Haven't we already done that with, with the scholarship? Haven't, haven't we – didn't that player make that commitment to that team and that team to that player with the scholarship? And, yes. and I know before anybody argues, I get it, that the scholarship from the school's perspective is a one-year deal and that the commitment technically from the player is a four-year deal. I, I, I get that. But that commitment – the premise of the commitment is there. And, and that's what we're – that's all we're saying is honor your commitment – and compete, you know. So look. there, there is circumstances that I, I'm okay with. 
the, the transfer situation, a, a one-time transfer situation. You know, if, if your coach leaves, the guy that brought you there and the entire staff leaves, you can't hardly blame a kid for going, well, what do I do now? Because it, it just happens. Uh, and, you know, the thing about being homesick and some of those, those happen. Mm-hmm. Those happen. I mean, it just does. It, it's a situation that comes up and it happens. But also, I, you know, I don't have a problem with them having to take, sit out a year before they go in. I just don't have a problem with that. Right. I, I never did because, you know, you, you, it makes you at least think about it. Now, there's no thought process in it. You're not happy? Well, okay. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm going to take my ball and go play somewhere else. The other thing is, and as we've talked about before, in, in, look, it, for the for the top tier player, it's not an issue, but for that for some other guys, it, put your name in the portal. And what happens if you don't if if somebody doesn't call you? Well, if you're Caleb Williams, I guess you go back to Oklahoma. No, no, and I get that top tier guy, a, a guy that. But if you're if you're you know or if you're just pedestrian Joe, yes, and somebody doesn't call you, I guess you just so, you're in trouble. So now you you're now no you, longer now you're looking for. Somewhere else to play it at, at another level, probably. Yeah, you're and you're not getting what you set out to do in the first place. I mean, and again, I'll ask who's advising him. And, and again, from the uh, two five four, this is a good one, uh, and it's kind of what we were just talking about. What if colleges started making scholarships come with contracts, make teams or players pay off their scholarship before leaving? Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's. That's not going to be possible. I, I get you, what he's saying. What it, he's yeah, saying is it, yeah, there's a commitment. Live up, live up to your commitment. That's and, exactly and what And I he's agree saying. with that. Yeah. I agree with that. That, But to make them pay it off before they can leave, that's it, then you're going to get some other people involved that it's really going to become free agency because they don't have the money to pay it off. Yeah. So now now where do you go? I Look, the, the, the combination between the transfer portal being a free-for-all and the NIL just letting anybody get involved in that and saying, okay, if, you know, here we go. We're going to support such and such, such and such, and you come here and we can pay you this. I mean, this this is creating a, a uh, very, very slippery slope in my opinion, mm-hmm. and I could be dead wrong, but I just I think that this thing is heading in the wrong direction and it's heading there fast. Yeah. Uh. Would you like to see the school let the player out of the deal? I mean, you know. Now, if you do that, then look, a a, a it has to be a it has to be a commitment on both ends. I mean, it has to be that way if you're going to do that. And again, we've said it a million times. There are reasons, and there are valid reasons. Why a player, and again, we're talking football right now, but it could be any sport. It could with be the, any sport. Yeah, men's, women. There are valid reasons why that why that player needs to transfer. I mean, there are valid reasons, and, and the transfer portal, I think, works beautifully for that. But this, I don't want to compete. I don't want uh, – No, that's what you, it was you designed. You just made me mad. Yeah, that's what it was designed. That's what they had in mind. They right. didn't have in mind that this was going to be – Never dreamed act- it would get like this. No. Absolutely Never. not, and but it, you know it did, and that's that's where we are in 
in society. We're instant gratification. And, you know, we can have everything at our fingertips. So not, why not play in time? Yeah. This is the ugly side of the stuff. Uh, you know, watching all those fifth-year guys play Saturday night was the, was the cool side of the stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, but watching all of this and talking about this, this is the ugly side. And, and look at, I, I get it. It is big business. I mean, you're talking television contracts. You're t- uh, you're talking all kinds of things. Shoe con. I mean, there's all kinds of things that are, you know, there, there's dollars in this. I, I get that. And there's big dollars in this. I get that. I mean, it is big business. Make no mistake about it. But, man, that's what, that's what I guess that's why I go back and, and Saturday night will be so cool for me is that it, it, you had guys out there playing just because they loved the teammates, they loved their school, and they wanted to compete. And it was well, both sides. At, it was yeah, both sides. It was both sides. You look at Ole Miss quarterback. Yes. I mean, and he still says he has no regrets in it. Yeah, I mean, it was both sides. I mean, you you had you had guys that could, especially, and Dave Aranda talked about it. I mean, you know, every time you turn around, there was a new coach on campus, new system on campus, uh, you know. Uh, then, then there was COVID. I mean, you could not have blamed any of the dudes for going, you know what? I've done my time. I'm out. But they didn't. They worked hard in the offseason. They came back and they said, we want to be a part of this thing. And that was that's the cool side of it. And the ugly side of it is you, you, you're, you're, I mean, there's, I mean, you're out there competing for a player. So here, and here's the other part of this thing. Ward. So is a coaching staff going to have to recruit their roster every single year to keep them? It, it looks like it may be heading that way. Every year I got to re-recruit Ward White. The people already have in my starting slots. Yes. That's, that's dumb. I mean, that, and that's, that's where you are right now. I mean, you have to compete to keep your players. You're having to compete with other programs to compete, to keep, to keep your, your, your roster intact. I mean, that's what it sounds like where we're, we're at right well, now. Well, I mean, look at OU and, and Brent Venables. I mean, he's having to try to convince, you know, a Heisman trophy favorite going into next year to stay on his team. That's stupid. No argument, but that's where we are. One, and we've talked about this all the time. I'm switching gears on you big time, but I, I, I did want to talk about this. Uh, the FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, unbelievable organization run by Ben Johnson and his crew. They they do a remarkable job. And you, you've heard us talk a lot about the, uh, the Victory Bowl for – for football and basketball and baseball and softball and volleyball and the bands and all that stuff. Well, the Heart of Texas Fellowship of Christian Athletes will be holding a press conference next Sunday, not this Sunday, Sunday, January the 9th at 2 o'clock, uh, and uh, they're going to announce the uh, the coaching staffs for the 14th annual FCA Victory Bowl football game and cheer squads, the uh, ninth annual volleyball game and the seventh annual baseball and softball games and the inaugural girls and boys basketball games. So coaches will be available for questions and that, that is going to be really, really a cool thing. So that is coming up January the 9th. They'll have that. And then uh, we'll uh, obviously have it for you uh, right here on the morning show on the 10th. So we'll, we'll, uh, uh, we'll try to get that uh, taken care of for you. But yeah, uh, and this thing, Ward, as you know, it just continues to grow. It started with a football game. Started with a football game and some cheerleaders. 
and, and now you got you, you've got everything. I mean, you got. I mean, you think <laughs> they've got it all. Inaugural. I mean, they're they're doing boys and girls basketball. Uh, they're doing the baseball and the softball. They're doing the football, the volleyball. You name it, they're doing it. And uh, it's it, that's just a a salute to Ben and and I, I know that uh, Johnny Tusa works real closely with them over there and just a, a salute to Ben Johnson and his group at the FCA because this is really a neat deal for these kids and they're treated they're treated they're treated like kings and queens if you will uh, that week and in an opportunity to to gather for most of them if not all of them they're playing their last competitive game you know uh they're not going on to play college football or baseball or whatever the case may be they're, they're wrapping up their high school careers they're spending some time in an FCA environment and it is a it's it's a great week for those kids I mean every every time you talk to one of those kids they they just they talk about how special that week was it's a great opportunity and hats off to them for all they do and and you're right giving those kids that opportunity to have the fellowship and then also be able to play the game they love and and maybe for the last time and even if not for the last time for the last time with those guys that you know they competed at that level in and 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 you never you never forget your I, i don't care what level you get to you never forget things like this. You never forget your high school years and, and those those bonds you grew for the four years through high school and, and those opportunities. And to be able to cap it off like that in such a special way, uh, that's that's great for all these uh, young athletes. And, and I'm glad they're expanding to, to all the different sports and giving them all an opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, so uh, Sunday the 9th, uh, they'll have that press conference to announce all the coaches, and that's kind of a cool thing. So, all right, uh, 8.56, that is going to do it for us. John Morris is coming up at 3. We're right back at uh, 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. And don't forget about uh, Matt Mosley. He'll be here at 4 o'clock this afternoon right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Michael Gallup's season is over with a knee injury, which means Cedric Wilson will step up in Saturday's finale as well as the playoff stretch. You'll hear from Wilson after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out 